podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scouts. Um, here we'll discuss the best armband options for the biggest double game week ever in the whole history of the universe. Well, in FPL this season, that is. My name is Joe and joining me is Fantasy Football Scouts Tom. Tom, welcome. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Joe. Um, had a rare week on, weekend off, which was nice. And then uh, back on match duties last night for United against Brentford, which is actually a really decent game. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And now looking forward to yeah, like this big double, like you're saying. Definitely. Um, before we have a look at the fixtures, the form, the teams to target um, and then reveal our top captaincy picks. Um, first of all, I understand you've got a few words to say about Fantin. Yeah, so there's the monster on again this week for game week 36, which is uh, spoken about it a few times before. It's essentially you pick a free hit 11, a bit like the scout picks, really. Um, there's a safety net in play in case anybody misses out. And uh, we'll talk about this in detail in the next kind of half hour. But there's some interesting fixtures. You yes. know, Liverpool are up against Spurs. So maybe if you're building a free hit 11, you look away from that kind of fixture. You've got City, you've got Chelsea, you've got Arsenal with good home fixtures and um, some big prizes on offer. So if you fancy a crack at that, um, go and have a look at the fan team site. OK, um, just before we move on, just want to welcome those that uh, have joined us in the chat early on. Uh, Kev Mack, Wayne, uh, Just a Dad posting stuff, FPL Rubber Ducky, um, Stu. I hope he's short for Steve, or he may be called Steve. Uh, Jacob Griffin, uh, James Lee, um, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, welcome those that join us um, as we chat away, and those, uh, of course, are listening and watching later on. Um, interesting um, thoughts about the captaincy so far. Um, a lot of um, uh, uh, positive thoughts around Salah. Um, and also, well, I'm looking here exactly, Lee, Lee Sherwood has said outside captaincy shout for Rafinha against Tavares and a rotated Chelsea. Well, you never know. This could be the week where you go different. Um, I have but, actually got that in my notes to have Rafinha with Tavares in big letters next to it. So uh, we're clearly on the same page with that. I'm not oh. sure about captaincy, but not a bad option. OK, well, yeah, this could be a week to be different, but... Oh. Um, you've got to be brave <laughs> because Salah <laughs> is going to be popular. Um, yes. He's well arrested, um, and um, so yeah, he's he's had his break last last week against Newcastle, um, and his ownership. There's a few triple captains still in place, so his ownership should be quite yeah. quite extensive. So you're you're betting against him. Um, let's have a look at the fixtures. Um, looking at this, it looks like Leicester are the top team. Um, yeah. They have a couple of favourable home games against Everton and Norwich. Um, then you've got Watford. I'm not sure anyone's going to be captaining a Watford player, but you never know. Uh, Crystal Palace away and then Everton. Um, Everton themselves, uh, particularly Charleston, uh, a couple of away games though. Um, they're great when they've got Zed Cars and the Goodison crowd behind them, but less good on their travels. Uh, Man City, hey, they're good. Um, Newcastle at home Wolves away um, Could be good Could be good Chelsea Wolves away And Leeds uh, Sorry Wolves at home Then Leeds away um, 
but uh, there could be rotation there. Lots of rotation fears around the Leeds yeah. game. Um, ever reliable Liverpool, Tottenham, and Villa. Uh, they've got then then Norwich uh, could be could be a pooky outside chance for the captaincy there uh, against West Ham and Leicester. And then meanwhile, you've got some all. I mean, there's twelve teams that are the doubling, so everyone's going to be chock full of double players. Even if you haven't mm-hmm. planned for it, you're just going to find yourself yeah, that way. Sure. But then you've got the likes of Arsenal, got Leeds, good fixture. Then Tottenham, not so good for them. And then well, the North London derby, um, Aston Villa. As we mentioned, they've got they've got Liverpool, but also got Burnley, and then Leeds, uh, Wolves, uh, Tottenham themselves, and West Ham. Uh, sorry, not West Ham, the Wolves, Tottenham and Leeds have all got um, doubles, but not great doubles there. Mm. Um, but um, So, Jamie Vardy for the for the armband, if he's going to return and he's got two great fixtures and he's not playing in Europe, maybe, um, could be a good shout. What do you, what do you reckon, uh, looking at the fixtures? Well, they're the best two fixtures on paper, I think, aren't they? As reflected in the ticker. The, the problem is the timing of that first game because they're in European action on Thursday. So if you're looking at somebody like Madison and Vardy, maybe back-to-back starts, it feels a little risky to me. 120 minutes for for Madison across the two games might be enough, maybe, Mm -hmm. because that second game is probably the one he's more likely to start um, against Norwich. Um, He's been racking up the returns, hasn't he? I think he's got 15 attacking returns in his last 19. So... There's appeal there because of the fixtures, but it is just that timing mm. of it. You know, if, if Leicester lose that game on Thursday, um, will they have a few heads dropped, a few tired legs? Will Rodgers kind of rotate for that first game and then go strong in the second game? It's hard to kind of, you know, it could, yeah. I mean, it could go to extra time on Thursday, couldn't it? So, it's um, it, one to monitor. It's a risk. I mean, looking at the fixtures here, for amongst the sort of premium popular captaincy yeah. assets... KDB, Manchester City, yeah, Newcastle Wolves. Sure. Once again, like Salah, he's had his rest. Um, mm. And you would, you would, well, you hope that's it, <laughs> and that he's going to play. So you, you feel a little bit more certain of a start. Home game against Newcastle, tough opposition, Newcastle now, but um, nevertheless, home game, and then away to Wolves. Um, mm. I mean, this, this, this says to me that that KDB could be, could be the one based on fixtures. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Um, he's got 17% of the captain vote on site at the moment. Salah is just over 50. Okay. So he's going to be a different. He's going to be a differential. Um, I think his ownership is only about 10% in the mm-hmm. game anyway. So I think if you're chasing in the position that I am, um, and you're looking to gain this, this could be a week to go for it. I think. Um, I think the perception at City is that the points are spread around quite a lot in that team. It's not like you've got a Tottenham where if you get a goal alert. You're yeah. expecting Son, you're expecting Kane. But um, Stevie, who runs the iTest FPL account, um, has written a piece this week on, on the site looking at the best city assets. And De Bruyne has actually been their talisman this year. Yeah. I think he's been responsible for 40, he's got 46% goal involvement for City this year. Um, now, Son is only at 48%. So maybe our perception needs to change a little bit. De Bruyne has been hogging a lot of their points recently. So I like that. Um, and I think it's that Wolves fixture which mm. is really appealing because they they're not in a good moment at the moment. And um, Bruno Large said it was their worst performance of the season against Brighton at the weekend, as you all know, Joe. Mm. Um, being a Brighton fan, of course, um, three, Wolves have had three defeats in a row. They haven't scored in any of them. I think they're seventeenth for XGC during that period, which promotes City's attacking players. Mm. Um, 
they're also i think they've their bottom for minutes per xg as well which yeah. is if you're looking for a real differential cancello possibly it's, it's very um, rare that i mean brighton are in good form at the moment but it's very rare they hammer a team yeah, and I think yeah. I think there was a quote from Lewis Stunk actually afterwards how, how surprised he was to be so comfortably up in that game because you, usually they're kind of sort of clinging on for a 1-0 uh, exactly, or, or, yeah. or, or there's a draw at stake um, but um, yeah so that that's, that shows there and I, I guess also with the captaincy with the double game week like this and, and we've only got a few game weeks left the end of the season we've got to think about our rank where we'd like to be yeah. whether we want to play safe reward risk yeah. um and those types of things so for someone like i mean like us we're not we're not doing as well as we we would hope this season um sure, and sure. we want to push up the rankings mm. um KD, we you know got to take that sort of gamble that kdb can outscore yeah. the likes of salah and yeah i think I it think feels like a can. good week to do it yeah, I do. And I think the fact that they were both, and he got the full rest at the weekend, didn't he? I mean, let's yeah. see what happens against Madrid because um, it's, an, you know, if that were to go to extra time and he's 120 minutes or something, we might need to then look at it again later in the week. But certainly for now, it feels like he's had that rest. Two really good fixtures for him, better fixtures than Salah's, I think, on paper. Um, and so, yeah, I think this is a good opportunity if you're looking up to make some ground, a 10% owned De Bruyne. Um, it's pretty appealing, I think. Definitely. So. I mean, I was very, I was so close. I almost talked myself into it on the scout cast last week to get De Bruyne in and captain him. Um, I'm glad I didn't because my vice captain would have been Salah, <laughs> and he only he oh, came okay. on for one point. Um, but nevertheless, now is the time. I think now I will be tempted again. I'm, I'm sure I won't because I've, I've already mm. gone down a different route. Um, but um, I'd be very tempting if you don't own, um, yeah, and if you so. do own be very tempting to put the armband let's have let's have a look at oh sorry yes yeah, so i was going to say uh, city as well after this ucl game there might be a couple more differentials which come forward you know with somebody like gabby jesus who will probably feature on some of the tables yes if city were to roll out a false nine system um in madrid and jesus were to be benched then suddenly maybe he becomes a bit more of a we're entering that stage of the season where some people will look in for these real kind of maverick differentials and we spent so much of the season saying salah week in week out haven't we but now it feels like we can explore some other options so that team sheet's going to be really important i think yeah i mean those that have got say Werner. um and want to remove Werner. Uh, Jesus is, um, ex- I think he's either exactly or 0.1. It's very out. similar, isn't it? Very yeah. similar price, yeah. very easy move. Could be a Maverick captaincy choice. Well, let's have a look at expected goal involvement last four matches yeah. and see, see if Jesus is on there. Uh, um, I, I did put these. Um, the tables together, so I, I, I know the, <laughs> I, I know the answer to that. So let's have a look. Yes, he is. <laughs> He's top. <laughs> what a surprise. Um, uh, so, yeah, looking at expected goal involvement, uh, Jesus, expected goal involvement, just over four. Um, uh, you know, he's been very prolific recently. Nine chances created, 11 shots inside the box. Ever since rumours of him going to Arsenal, he's suddenly been good. Um, <laughs> that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> uh, Ollie Watkins, uh, player I got in um, from your team, Villa. Oh, OK. Um, yeah. I got him in last week because I didn't, 
um, want Chris Wood anymore, and he was very, yeah. and I could afford just about afford Ollie Watkins. And I thought, why not? He's got five games, He's, um, it, while other teams have three, so um, I, at least yeah. I'll get appearance points. But yeah, he rewarded me straight away. I think yeah, he can yeah. do so again. Good fixtures. Um, expected goal involvement at just over three and then you've got Saka um, and then Salah himself around the three mark for expected goal involvement uh, Puki um, is there as well Richarlison underlying his good forms just over two for his expected goal involvement last four and you've also got some others in there Ings Rodrig- Rodriguez at Burnley if he I think he's got a hamstring injury at the moment so, uh, yeah. Diogo Jota and Alonso I've squeezed in there because uh, he does have a double game week. He did get 19 points in the last double game week for Chelsea. So so definitely needs to be in the conversation. But yeah, um, KDB is just below these. Um, same for Kane and Son. Um, uh, Spurs did ever so well against Spurs uh, against Leicester. But uh, the previous couple of games were uh, dropped them down rankings. Sure. But yeah, Jesus or Watkins. Um, they, uh, starting to look at some differential options here. Um, what, do you, what do you reckon about your your team, Villa? Watkins, Ings, Coutinho for the Arfan? Well, yeah, I mean, going into the weekend, I was I put a, probably would have put, put Coutinho ahead a little bit, but um, he started out a bit wider at the weekend and then he shifted into a more central role when Ings was introduced and that's where you want Coutinho, but obviously yeah. we don't quite know how that's going to kind of go for the next few games. But Watkins, I think he's a good option. I think him and Richarlison are the, the in that kind of price category are the best ones you can get at the moment because of those additional fixtures. Um, it's that it's that fixture against Liverpool which puts me off the captaincy for Watkins. Yeah. It feels okay. like it's all or nothing on that Burnley game, isn't it? And even mm. Burnley have been playing a lot better recently. But I think... Um, away from the captaincy just in terms of a mid-price forward absolutely um yeah i like watkins a lot yes indeed um i think i think with liverpool i mean they're they're battling away on so many fronts i think they could concede and i think if villa are to score it's it's likely to be watkins but that that was the only thing there but but i think the 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 big takeaway from this this table isn't it's it's jesus so if he's not on the team sheet midweek in the champions Mm. league i'm gonna be very tempted there. Very tempted. Yeah. And not to, maybe not for the armband, but definitely to bring in. But if I was a different kind of manager, as I say frequently, then I would. Yeah, I think he's yeah. the one big upside. Tempted by Saka at all, Joe? Or um... I mean, I'm not with Saka. I'm happy to own mm. Saka. He does have a huge mm. ownership as does, well. Yeah. Um, so so that's where you can get the real benefit from him. And he is on, on, pen- pen- on penalties. He's yeah, on yeah. penalties. Uh, um, mm. I, I, I'm not so keen on the fixtures uh, for Arsenal. Um, although I think with the North London derby, you never know. But I think if I was to veer on the captaincy there, I would probably veer on the Son Kane side of, okay. that, of that. I think Saka's just a sort of steady play. He's not doesn't seem to be that explosive sort of yeah nine ten points would be a good a really good return for him i think whereas salah kdb jesus i mean i feel like i think you could get much more for them yeah that that spurs game is going to be really interesting as well isn't it because if if arsenal win against leeds at the weekend like you'd expect them to 
And if Tottenham lose at Liverpool, like you'd probably expect them to, Arsenal are going to go into that game five points ahead of them with three to play. Mm -hmm. So what we might actually see is we might actually see Arsenal sitting back a little bit more Mm -hmm. and letting Tottenham come on to them, which isn't really what you, you know, Tottenham thrive on the counter in those kind of games, which I think they will do against Liverpool. But I think that Arsenal match, I think the way it's going to at least start out is totally dependent on this weekend's results. Um, Because we've obviously got to wait a round of games before we get to that fixture next midweek so it's um it's quite a hard one to read and, it, and it's dependent on the results this weekend for sure so. definitely um let's have a look at um best team attack so which teams are on form here so um so i mean so far i guess with fixture wise kdb is doing well salah to some extent as well um on this table here jesus is actually sort of streaking ahead a bit for the um for for the armband amongst city assets but as you said kdb is that talisman um and then um salah good to see him um high up on this table as well so that's going to be good there so let's have a look at the best attacks Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, so yeah, City as you'd expect at the top there. They just they seem to be hammering teams. Um, they always yeah. have, but um, there seems to be a special focus on scoring lots and lots of goals, lots and lots of scorers there. Really hard to pin down who's going to get the points. Well, um, yeah, that that is the tricky part, isn't it? I mean, I've, I've been a Sterling owner for the last couple of weeks. He's obviously yeah. done some great points dodging, and that that is an issue with City. But maybe those De Bruyne stats we read out earlier about the goal involvement would give you a little bit yeah. more confidence to him if you think he's going to start that as Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, I mean, that does edge towards um, De Bruyne. Uh, but definitely City, a City asset looks good. Um, but, you know, still within the top five with expected goal involvement of, of well over um, seven is, mm. is Liverpool. Um, so and also up there is Villa. <laughs> which I was yeah. quite surprised by. But underlying stats-wise, even though they haven't been getting the returns recently, apart from, apart from yeah. last weekend, they've, yeah. still been, they've still been good. <laughs> so. yeah, well, I just look, I look back to that Spurs game when we lost 4-0, but in the first half, we would just racked up so many chances. And that kind of sums up, the, go before the Norwich match, that kind of summed up the way, way it had been a lot um, for Villa, unfortunately. Against Norwich, we were okay. We weren't great. We, we got the job done. Three points was more important than the performance at the weekend. But uh, I mean, that is pleasing to see that. And um, we do look better with Ings and Watkins as a duo. So I'd expect to see a bit more of that in the coming weeks. Yeah. So um, yeah, Burnley still riding high up there as well. Um, but Arsenal, as you were saying about Saka being an option, mm. Liverpool up there. So that 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 puts Salah in the frame. Chelsea, lots of concern around rotation. Yeah. The front three hasn't hasn't really been gelling. Werner, Havertz, Mount. I can I can see some rotation there. Pulisic, uh, Leeds Zayed. game, yeah, especially. I, yeah. Um, but um, look, it's a bit further down. Really, sort of starts to put me off a little bit. 
Um, Leicester assets, great fixtures, top of the fixtures for this week, but worst team in terms of attack, um, which which would indicate so that, much rotation though, hasn't uh, there? I mean, they're literally chopping and changing. It's yeah. almost a second string going out in the league, so it's kind of understandable. Yeah. But we just don't know what we're going to get at the weekend in terms of that lineup, and that's why it feels a bit risky for me. I think uh, now Burnley have a double game week next week, um, so I'm sure yeah, next week do. we'll be talking about Burnley more because as um, FPL Rubber Ducky says in the live chat, uh, Burnley third. Wow, um, and indeed, it is, it is quite shocking. So perhaps uh, Dwight McNeil, who I, who I did tout on the Scoutcast about a month ago, much to the mirth yeah. of my co-hosts, um, but uh, apparently he's very good now. So um, I've, well, ahead of my changed, time, he's, he's changed his role a bit, Mike Jackson, yeah. the new manager, hasn't he? he switched yeah. his flank. The wingers are playing a bit higher up the pitch. Mm. They coursed um, prior to this weekend, anyway, had definitely been yeah. on the up. And um, they're getting a lot of strikers on the pitch, aren't they? Rodriguez has yeah. been playing, Vidra has been playing. It's been quite refreshing to see, actually. Definitely thrilling yeah. stuff from Michael Jackson's Burnley. <laughs> there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tottenham low down. Um, so they can hammer a much rotated Leicester side, but they have um, not been returning in other matches, which um, is sort of a, a cross against Kane and Son. But nevertheless, um, it's so tempting. It's so tempting to Captain Son um, uh, any week. Yeah. He's, all he needs is a sniff of a chance. I mean, that... that what, I can't remember, it was his third goal? It was his third... It, it, the, 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 the left-footed one, are we The left-footed about? one, the yeah. Curler. Less, uh, yeah Spurs' third goal, his second, was identical to one he scored against Leicester in 2018, I believe. I think I saw on Twitter. Okay. Um, uh. And I don't... I mean, I don't know whether he deliberately did that. He's just oh, I'm going to do it again. Or but Something anyway, for, it, yeah. it was the sort of goal very few players can score. Um, well, yeah, we talk about Spurs up playing tough defences, but if you can finish, if he finishes like that in one of the games, it ain't going to matter what's in front of you, it is does, it? So Van, um, Van Dyke and Co would have been would have been miles away yeah. anyway. Um, yeah, and, and I mean, um, going back to the game earlier on in the season between um, Spurs and Liverpool, it was actually quite an open game I think it was 2-2 in mm. North London and um, Kane had a lot of chances in that game but yeah. Van Dijk and Fabinho were both missing I think that was the game they had to play Morton the youngster at holding midfield mm. um, I don't know whether it'll be quite as open a game this mm. this time round but I don't know Saturday night fixture um, it could be a pretty exciting one but yeah um, I think this I think on site I think Son's got about 6% of the vote Kane's only around 2% and that tells you really people are looking they're going to be looking for the title challenges this week I think Salah De Bruyne yeah, yeah. Um, that's where the focus will yeah, be for captaincy I think, so. I think so well let's have a look at the worst teams so um, mm. um, let's have a look at the the worst teams last four now Liverpool have got Tottenham and Villa so we want to see them <laughs> um, as, as amongst the worst defences um, and uh, Man City have Newcastle and Wolves, so we want to see yeah. uh, one or two of them in this column. So let's have a look at worst defences. Uh, oh well, there we go. So um, a, a little a little cross for Liverpool. So we've got Tottenham and Villa. Villa is actually the third best <laughs> defence uh, currently, um, and Tottenham are pretty good too in terms of worst defences. So um, mm-hmm. in terms of Tottenham. Um, they have 
yeah, their expected goals conceded is just four, um, and their goals conceded they've only conceded two in their last four matches. Um, and uh, yeah, it's looking it's yeah looking at Villa as well. Um, they may have conceded six, um, but um, the the expected goals conceded um, is three. It's just over three. Um, so um, they're the little crosses really <laughs> for for the likes of maybe Salah. Uh, Son and Kane but then look at Wolves so who are playing Wolves well as we said it was Man City um, so it's yeah. the Newcastle game I'm maybe not expe expecting as much the Wolves game could be carnage <laughs> yeah so, that, that's the one I'm that's the one I'm kind of looking at and I think if you are to go for De, De Bruyne very worst case scenario he were to be benched for the first yeah. one then that then you he would start the next one and yeah. I think that is the more appealing of the two fixtures um, I do, of course, City, I think, are going to score against Newcastle. I mean, Liverpool did carve them open a few times at the weekend, mm. as the best attacks do. But I think um, um, backs up what is on that table, that Wolves fixture yeah. is, is the key one for them. And you could see them scoring three or four in that, I think. Yeah, so while Watford's expected goals conceded is just under nine, they have conceded 12. So mm. most people think, OK, Watford, that's a great, easy fixture. Um, but Wolves, because they've only conceded six, people might still think of them as a defensive team. But their expected mm. goals conceded is over eight, and they were just under, just behind uh, Watford there in terms of the worst defence over the last four. And then Norwich, you would expect to see there. And Manchester United still... Trucking along as one of the worst defences. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, looking at um, Liverpool, Man City, Villa, Crystal Palace and Tottenham are the best uh, defences. So bringing all that together, we've got the fixtures, we've looked at the form, the teams, the opposition. Um, here are our top picks. So I'll let you go first. Tell, tell everyone who your top three picks are. Yep. Yeah, so number one is De Bruyne at the moment talisman for City um, since the turn of the year. I think his fixtures are more appealing than Salah's. Um, it's that Wolves defence, like we just said, is the, the real appealing match there. And I think in my position, because I'm chasing, I'm kind of in search of that mm. differential player. I think he ticks a lot of the boxes this week. Um, number two is Salah, though. Of course, he's a good option. It's going to be a hide behind the sofa moment at the weekend, I think. Um, I own him, but obviously due to his effective ownership, which is going to be pushing what, what we're thinking, Joe. I think... I, so it's going to be pushing I, 200, maybe? It's, it's going to be uh, hovering around 200. I think owning uh, him and captaining him, your returns are going to be minimal. Yeah, um, so. Owning him and triple captaining him, that, that's your big gain. But yeah, yeah. owning him and not captaining him, that's a big risk there. Um, sure, if, if, yeah. he, if he gets 20, 25 points, each mm. one of those points is going to be caught against you. And yeah, and it depends what your risk appetite is. It depends mm. how you're approaching these final few weeks. If you're looking for opportunities, then maybe go for De Bruyne. But of course, Salah's a brilliant option this week. But but two defences which which are on the better end of the scale. So I think um, this is a week that you can look elsewhere. Um, and hopefully, you know, it's not like um, Liverpool, their double game week in 26, when, what was it, Norwich and Leeds. It's not even as good as the 29, uh, game week, 29 game week when I think they had Brighton and Arsenal. These yeah. feel like a slightly tougher fixtures. Mm. So I'm happy to go with De Bruyne this week. Salah, of course, a yeah. good option. Um, third place, I've gone for Cancelo. 
Um, I can see two clean sheets in this for City, I think. And um, Cancelo takes a lot of shots, hasn't quite returned as much in terms of goals as you'd like this year. Um, but I think because he's had that Champions League ban, I think he looks fairly assured to start these these two games. So that's where I'd be looking for the captaincy at the moment. Is he? Is he? Is he? He's, he can play in the next leg. He can play. Yeah, he was banned last week, and he can play. He can play tonight. Keep an eye on Walker and Stones. I had heard a bit of talk that Walker might be back in training, okay. but I don't see. I don't see. He's been really reliable starter this okay. year. Um, and I think he'll play both, uh, even if he plays for 90 tonight, which you'd expect him to, or tomorrow, should I say, City are. Yeah, I mean, three three great picks there, and quite right to, to back um, City and Liverpool there, the title chasing, and, and, and in De Bruyne and Salah, I think you've got two great options. And yeah, they, I mean, I, I haven't got any Man City players at all, so I'm a bit worried. Uh, I, I, I aim to get one, <laughs> yeah. um, but... Um, yeah, I'll get with who, who I can afford, um, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be KDB for me. So in that case, if I was to back a City asset and Cancelo was a bit more affordable than KDB, um, it's a great asset there. So yeah, really mm. good good selection. Um, for me, um, I'm, I'm just not messing about. <laughs> I'm going straight in for Salah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've, I've just got a, quite a big rank rise from Son's captaincy, um, which has given me, taken me well into the top 100k which I wanted to um, now now people people watching and go oh you should be going for top 10k or whatever um, but I'm not that kind of manager um, so <laughs> what, what I, I, I do not want the risk of um, you know 180 200% owned Salah getting 20 points and basically every point is is is, is effective to, to a whole Salah against me yeah, so even though he's in my team scary. he's like mm. a he's like a spy he's working against me and everything mm. I do so I don't want that I, do, I, I just want to get points and a rank rise from my captain and yeah, I think sure. I think he'll do well he's been rested he hates being rested he comes yeah. he comes on like an angry man like well just, he's close to returning wasn't he within minutes of coming on against well, Newcastle every, so. every time he's benched and he comes on and I Leicester usually own him or captain, yeah. and yeah. I just think, God, I've missed out there because he, he just, it just, it just like he gets fired up by it. But so yeah, I'm not messing around with Salah. Um, so yeah, I reckon it's 200% ownership maybe. Um, Shield, I put in my notes, um, low reward but huge risk to avoid him. So I'm the type of manager who doesn't go for the big risks. Um, and his benching last week that that cemented it for me. Yeah, uh, Salah's my man. Um, I've gone for a couple of differential options. Um, Son, for his absolute sheer class, and he will not yeah. be well captained, I don't think, because the fixtures are tough on paper. But he is amazing. <laughs> and if he's yeah. going, all he needs is that one chance. And he can buy, he can bypass the Liverpool defence and still score. Um, yeah. But um, and, and I, I, definitely, I definitely think he can in, in the North London uh, derby. So I think Son is a great option for those chasing. Um, and I put Watkins in. He is the best underlying stats performer for your side. Um, I own him as well, so I'm slightly biased. Um, <laughs> but I do think a Villa asset. Um, people might be, have been put off Coutinho, but I still think Coutinho is a good asset. Watkins and Danny Ings, who I'm going to talk a bit about in the scout cast, um, okay. as well as a differential option. And so I wanted to put one of those in for those that just want to take a bit of a risk on a on a on a low owned low captained player that could 
really pay off. But as I said at the start, it's, it's Salah really for me. I can't, I can't curve. So you're, do you 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 own Sterling? You don't own KDB. Yeah. So you're going to get KDB in and captain him. It was like an easy switch to make. Yeah, I've got two free transfers. I've also, um, I've got three Chelsea players, one of which is Kai Havertz, and he feels a little risky now. Um, although if he were to start that that first game against uh, Wolves, then maybe it's not so bad. I need to work out what I'm going to do with him. I've also got Jay Rodriguez, who is a bit of a doubt, so I may have to look at that. But that that Sterling to De Bruyne move feels like one to prioritise this week, given my rank, and it's been a, a tough season. So maybe he can uh, help me make it respectable. That's, yeah. that's the hope anyway. Definitely. Um, um, the um, In the live chat, Kamsey has pointed out that I put Watkins ahead of any City player. Y- yes, I have in these notes, but it's because Tom's choices have um, really, you know, got, got, I think, I think got City well covered there. So it's not like <laughs> you look at this screen and go, oh, they don't like City. Um, I do very much. I just wanted to throw another name in there, a low-owned player outside of those top two sides to go for. But yeah, yeah, the um, KDB, Cancelo, Salah, Son as well, I think are very tempting. It's going to be one of those ones. Do you think it's going to be a Clint Dempsey week? And I say that for those who can remember Clint Dempsey at Fulham. Maybe. Was was often the best double game week player, despite playing for Fulham and despite you know all the other stars of the other teams. Well, maybe it will be, but it's pinpointing that player, isn't it? Yeah. That that kind of um, that real differential. And I think City and Liverpool nowadays are just on such a different level. I mean, they're just weak. They're relentless, aren't they? Yeah. And that makes it harder to ever look past the, their assets. And, you know, sometimes like last week when you think there might be a bit of rotation, you go for a Spurs player. Um, so occasionally you go away from that. But it, it's why they're, they're, they're so reliable. They're, they're the top two for a reason. And um, that's why I'm looking at De Bruyne this week because of those good fixtures. And, you know, it helps that they both got a rest, Salah included, last weekend. So. Excellent. Well, I, I hope we've given everyone um, a, a good few names to consider, depending on your strategy, your appetite for risk, reward. Um, and um, obviously, I mean, KDB and Sal will be the big one, but there are other names in the mix as well. And um, yeah, I'm glad we got kind of differing views on the captaincy this week because it sort of helps uh, uh, the uh, podcast mm-hmm. and uh, the video. Hopefully. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone in the live chat. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for watching, Tom. Good luck with your captaincy. It was Sterling last week, so not so good. KDB is going to make a city going to make amends for you definitely this time. I certainly hope so. But yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me, Jane. See you uh, soon.